Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of Sharing Perspectives. Or, if you're listening to this on my girl's podcast, welcome back to another episode of Through the Eyes of Me. Um, But yeah, we're just going to be sharing perspectives. And based on the title, this is going to be centered around something with love or romance or relationships. Doesn't even necessarily have to be just that, but... Yeah, we're just going to talk about things like that right now. More specifically, I want to ask you, Jasonia, before we go anywhere, uh, what is it that you look for in a relationship? Um, like when you're, when you're about to start a relationship with someone, what are you looking for? Because honestly, sometimes I don't really, I don't really go into a relationship with much expectations, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But okay, wait. Generally, oh what? Oh no, go. You want to answer? Because I was going to answer it. I mean, I was going to ask in a different way, but I was going to say generally, I look for somebody who could um help with emotional stability. (laughs) Mm. or um someone who's uh stabled not necessarily fully financially but like just have a, enough of stability with themselves and they know where they want to go in life or they have an idea you know what i'm saying like not nobody who's just sitting around doing nothing mm-hmm. somebody who's active in their life doing something um stable in that kind of way mm-hmm. um so somebody what so like someone who has some sort of ambition yeah yeah basically yeah okay mm-hmm. and somebody who's um in tune with their emotions somebody who's able to like talk about shit like how they're feeling and shit like that like mm-hmm. that's something i would look for um That sounds like the first one you said. So, somebody who could help with emotional stability, meaning somebody like if I'm emotional, they're not clowning me for being that. Okay. They're actually there to comfort me. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean when I say emotional stability on mm-hmm. that part. Yeah. So you want someone who's emotionally stable within themselves. Yeah. And also stable enough to stabilize you whenever you feel emotionally unstable. Yeah. The only reason I say yeah like that is because I don't expect them to make me feel better because only really I can do that. But I I would prefer them to comfort me in that way, not mm. mm-hmm. like provide. I'm not going to yeah. lean on you and expect you to fix me. Word. I'm going to lean on you just so you can listen and hear me out Yeah. type of thing. Yeah. So for, So basically... Is that a rabbit? Yeah, it is. <laughs> so basically, you're when you're um, getting into a relationship with someone, the main things you're looking looking for, the main traits, are a sense of emotional stability and a sense of ambition. Personality as well. Personality. Yeah. Explain personality. 
What do you mean personality? Because um, one would argue everyone has a personality. Yeah, but I mean, like, for me, I feel like, I don't know. Like, I like somebody... Like, like you're not sitting here. Just say it. I mean, but, yeah. I, let me, let's make this clear. She's not looking for shit. <laughs> First and foremost, because yeah. I'm already fulfilling that. Yeah. So no listeners get no funny ideas. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying like I'm thinking of your personality. <laughs> like mm. I like your personality. Like you're you can be very chill and nonchalant at times, but also you're very verbal. And can, like, I don't know, express yourself. And you're funny, to me at least. Mm-hmm. You're goofy here and there. Like, you just not too much. You know how sometimes people is too playful? Yeah, yeah. You're not too playful. Yeah. You're right there. Like, yeah. you could play around. If anything, too, I might be. <laughs> some people might be too serious. <laughs> yeah, like, you, yeah. you get dark humor. Like, you get... You know, mm-hmm. a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. So I like that diversity in your personality, not just one thing. And it's just like, oh, that's just the mm-hmm. one thing that I'm great at. So that's the one thing that I'm going to continue to use. So no, you would it's say a personality trait that you look for in someone is someone who has the ability to see multiple perspectives. Of course. <laughs> yeah, see what I did there? Of but no, yeah, so that that's basically like the, the, the soul concoction Without small details here and there, like for the yeah. general aspects of what you're looking for, someone just generally speaking is a good personality, or I should say, a well balanced personality, right? Uh, emotionally stable and ambitious. Yeah. Think there's any more? Um, I feel like for me, what I look for, like in a man too, is somebody who could lead me when i'm when i'm lost mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying or like certain things that i don't know some he i know he can teach it to me yeah or like i'm not saying that i'm dependent on it but, but i want that yeah, yeah like yeah. like i just like the feeling of having a man lead me into a certain direction yeah. not on no weird ass controlling shit no yeah but like you know yeah yeah but i also like that too i like a man to be able to take control of a situation you know what i'm saying like when i can't Mm -hmm. so or when i feel like i can't Mm -hmm. like i like the sense of control yeah yeah as well but not control where i feel like my individuality is being put down Mm -hmm. but enough where it's like i'm gonna help you get out of this or i'm gonna help this person whatever the case may be okay those i think that's pretty uh those are some pretty good answers, pretty good traits to look for in someone. What do you think, or maybe you know this about yourself, what do you think is the first thing you pay attention to? Like, if you want to say... Uh, out of all of that or in general? No, no, in general. Like, when we're talking about starting a relationship, what's the first thing you notice from someone? When we're talking about a first impression, what was the first impression of the first impression? You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. Is it clothes? Is it the way they look? Is it the way they sound? Is it, I don't know, the car they drive? Any fucking thing, whatever. Honestly, if we talking about first impressions... Yeah, first thing. Sometimes I feel like I could see somebody and look at them, but I'm not going to keep staring at them. So it's just like, I feel like... I know, but I'm (laughs) saying like... 
if if we t- I'm not trying to like say looks because obviously that's the first thing I'm gonna look at. Like I'm gonna look at you. So that's your answer. But what in terms of impression? Yeah. Being able to hold a conversation that's not about nothing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's what really, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Makes me more intrigued. Being able to have a conversation that either we're both interested in. Or you teaching me something or vice versa. Like, being able to listen, you know, like, just being able to hold a conversation without talking about dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Random ass dumb shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm a deep person, so I like to go into depth about things. hmm But, yeah. And I feel like if I was asking myself, that's... The first couple of answers probably would have been my answer, too. Like, when mm-hmm. I'm looking... Uh, at someone in that way, what I'm looking at is their personality. You know, can this person joke about the same things that I joke about? Can this person be entertained by some of the same keywords? Some, not everything, but can this person be entertained by some of the things that I'm entertained by? Can this person um, just express herself in ways that I feel like I can? You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that someone has to express themselves exactly like me, mm-hmm. but if I feel like I'm expressive, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to see myself with someone who is the complete opposite of expressive. You know what I'm saying? Cuz mm-hmm. like how would I ever get that understanding from you? I understand myself through my expression. So if I'm not getting that from you, there's going to be a misunderstanding somewhere down the line. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like I feel like a, an expressive personality is something I look for. As well as other things, you know, being able to laugh and talk about things that I care about. But also, um, something I look for, this might sound like I'm talking shit about some people, but I'm just being real. One of the things that I look for, one of the main things I look for is intelligence. Because mm. it's a lot of, I've, all right, I'm, I'm going to say it like this. I've dealt <laughs> with a lot of dumb ass individuals in my lifetime i mean extremely dumb i'm talking about like how the fuck did you make that mistake and you still didn't learn from it so i feel like after being put in those situations so many times of people just not learning from the things they do or just being unconscious in their actions i don't want nothing to do with that so i'm always looking for how well does this person think things through? How how conscious is this person in their actions? You know what I'm saying? I'm not looking for a fucking a fucking scientist, but you can't be a dumbass. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I feel like there's a lot of that going around. Uh, no shade, but yeah, one of the main things I look for is intelligence. You know, like how does your mind work? Because if and this might sound egotistic, but I'm just being real. I feel like if your mind isn't functioning at the same level as mine, I'm doing myself an unjust by even fucking with you. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm mentally downgrading myself by fucking with you if you aren't on my level. Well, what does that look like? What does that level what does that level look like? Like what is how do you determine that somebody is not on the same level as you? Someone who's not on the same level as me? It's circumstantial. Um but a good way to think about it is 
I'm trying to think because it's still circumstantial. Like, I'm not going to expect everyone to be on the same level as me with everything. Like, if I have more experience driving, I don't expect people to have the same level of driving as me. So that's not what I'm talking about. But in other things, like, for example, let's say I view life in a certain way. For example, let's say I view... I view life as uh, a journey of creativity. I view life as a constant process of weeding out the things that you don't resonate with in order to center in on those things that you do resonate with. To center in on those things that you do resonate with, my bad, in order to create a fulfilling experience. And this is what I consider to be creativity. The the ability to go in and erase, not add, erase the details that don't serve you. So someone who's not on my level would be someone who doesn't think like that. Now, what do I mean by that? Most people don't think like that or they wouldn't say it like that. Yeah. But an example of someone genuinely not thinking like that would be someone who continuously puts themselves in situations again why i mentioned the whole dumbass thing people who continuously put themselves in situations see that they're not getting anything in return from it or see that this situation isn't necessarily getting them to where they're going yet they continue to go through those situations now i'm going to be looking at you like you're dumb for continuing to do that the moment i look at you as dumb the moment i boom automatically look at you as not on my level mentally did that make sense yeah you sure Mm-hmm. I can try to give another example just just to be safe here in case that didn't make sense for some people. Another example of someone being on my level as I do air quotes would be someone who is able to I don't know I, I it's always going to come back to the way you think like being able to process things in a certain way like what what but it's like everybody don't process things the way that you do. I know that's exactly so why like, I said it's circumstantial, right? Because I would need an exact, like a, an exact moment in time to determine is this person on my level or not, or is this just a, a moment of someone thinking differently? Right. Yeah. Like it's 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 hard to give a general answer to how is someone on your level? Yeah. Without sounding. You know, a certain way. Yeah. What you about to say? You about to say something after that? Mm-mm. What do you think? What you mean? <laughs> what you do you mean? feel like there's? <laughs> what are you laughing for? Oh what did God. I say that was so funny? Because I wasn't expecting you to say anything to me. <laughs> well, this is a podcast. Okay, Don't you ahead, expect me to say something All to right, you? Go ahead. Jeez. Go ahead. Talk about I'm goofy. You sitting there laughing at fucking nothing right I'm, now. I'm definitely. I never said I wasn't goofy. I know. I'm way more. I said I'm way more goofy than you. you. I know. I'm just saying. But I mean, like, what do you think? Based on what I just said, like, do you feel like that you have a certain level of thinking and that some people just can't get there? You shaking your head. People can't. People can't see you shaking your head. Um, I wouldn't say they can't get there. But well, maybe that's a I bad do. choice of words. Yeah, but yeah, you have a level of thinking that yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. So how would you say? Like, what is that level? 
since you want to interrogate me. <laughs> no, no, I know. I'm asking the question too now. I'm trying to figure you out. <laughs> but no, like, I would say the same thing because that's why I said, like, everybody or every situation is different or whatever. Because for me, when I come across people like that, and I have multiple times, I just look at it and, and they make the same mistake. See? The same See? thing. See? Over and over. And I'm like, yo. And that's but then, okay. I think about, here's where the under, more understanding side of me mm-hmm. comes into play. I just think about how we all... Mm-hmm you know, do shit multiple times or we all experience shit because we didn't learn. Right. And -hmm. it's not always our actions. Sometimes the universe allows certain shit to happen so that way you can learn it. Mm -hmm. So I don't try to hold that against people. I just look at people like, oh, you're on your own journey, but the journey you going down is a little bit on the more quote unquote negative side. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to just go on this side. This is is why I I, I said that and I feel like you you obviously agree because you basically said what I'm saying, but like yeah. I feel like we're talking about someone being on the same level as you. We're, yeah, it keeps coming back down to if someone makes a certain mistake and then they continuously make that mistake. Yeah. Now the way I see it is like if you're making a mistake and then you know you didn't learn from it, I can understand. That you're going to make the same mistake again. Like, it's it's to be expected. The problem is, is after you've made that same mistake that you've already made another three, four, five, six times. Now, I'm forced to look at you like, this isn't just someone making a a mistake and not learning from it. This is someone who probably already knew that it was a mistake before they did it and just continued to do it because that's what they fucking wanted to do. Yeah, that's when I feel like it becomes a problem when you know that this is going to turn out bad. Yeah. But you still go and do it. That's when it starts to become a problem. But another thing is, sometimes people can make the same mistake in a certain area. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, their love life. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they can make mistakes in that area, but Mm -hmm. everything else... Mm-hmm. Matches where I'm going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying, yeah. And, and that's why I say it's circumstantial. Because yeah. you might be up to par yeah. in all these other areas, and then in this one area, you might be lacking. Yeah, and that honestly gets even more nuanced and more specific because some areas of life are more important than others. Right. If you're not on the yeah. same level of me when it comes to painting, I don't give a fuck. Right. Who gives a fuck if you can paint as well or horribly as me? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But when we're talking about creating a family and we're not on the same level when the same level of thinking when it comes to finances yeah. or we're not on the same level of thinking when it comes to instilling certain qualities into our children, we're not on the same level. Right. You know like like yeah. like these these areas of life, these areas of life are much more important than whether or not we're on the same level skill-wise when it comes to painting. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't give a fuck about that. I don't give a fuck if you can paint as well. I don't give a fuck. Listen, true story. Jasonia be whooping my ass in Mortal Kombat. Now, I'm a fucking gamer. I've been... People who don't know, gaming was my first love before art. Before I even knew I was an artist, I was playing video games 
all fucking day. Grand Theft Auto to be exact. But anyways, I was playing games all the fucking time. I love games. That's what I do. This woman comes out of nowhere and whoops my ass multiple times in Mortal Kombat. Now, in the bigger aspect of gaming, I'm on a different level than her, if you're just being honest. When it comes to Mortal Kombat, she's on a different level than me. She be kicking my ass. All in all, I don't give a fuck about either one of those. I don't give a fuck that I'm better than her than gaming. I don't give a fuck that she's better than me than Mortal Kombat, the specific game. I don't give a fuck regardless because that whole little thing, that area of life to me, is nothing. Now, notice how I said that area of life to me is nothing after I just said it was my first love. You see what I'm saying? Like, this is where it starts getting real nuanced because, like I said, even though it's my first love, yeah, yeah, this is my first love when it comes to, you know, just pleasure. You know, just something that I do for enjoyment. This is a this is a me thing. I enjoy this because it's just me. You know what I'm saying? It ain't got nothing to do with no one else. But other things, like the example that I've given, raising children. You know, how we want to raise children. This is now beyond just me. Mm-hmm. Now this is me and another person mm-hmm. working on smaller people. You know, other people. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, now it actually matters what this other person's input or this how this person thinks you know versus mine now it actually means something so that's why i say it's circumstantial and i feel like that was a great example to prove it um like in other areas i mean we we don't have a kid together yet but just based on the based off of the conversations we had we're more nine times out of ten in agreement than disagreement. That would be an example from my perspective of us being on the same level when it comes to real relationship shit. You know what I'm saying? Now, I see it going so many other ways when it comes to relationships. You know, whether it be, be, you know, just shit that I've seen at home or my friends or whatever. But I see people where they will be on uh, the same level on some small shit. They both can cook very well. Okay, great. But when it comes down to, again, raising children, they have two completely different ways of going about it. Now, to a certain degree, that can be expected. To a certain degree. But when it's completely different, you're not on the same level. That's going to be bound to have problems. You know, why you laugh? Because I was just talking about that (laughs) with my friend Destiny yesterday really i was just talking about how me and my baby dad we didn't have the same way of thinking when it came to raising our Mm. child and it just made me think like damn i should have asked him and said shit before i had this little nigga (laughs) like for real like he really had me fucked up (laughs) like this nigga really said he was like he was like I was like, you need to, like, watch your son. Like, I'm about to go um, handle some business. Mm-hmm. He was like, I don't have to watch him. What? I was like, bro, so you what telling you me. Bro, I was like, what the fuck? But you know what? On the un- more understanding side what of me, I was reasoning? like. Bro, why do, he why just. The, why the fuck you from, don't got to? He didn't want to because he was handling his own stuff. Oh. Like, playing video games or whatever. Oh, get so, the fuck out of here. <laughs> Or making beats, whatever. But 
yeah, so <clears throat> I was just like, I understood where he was coming from, though. I understand, like, that idea of not, generally speaking, not having to do something, but doing it because you're willing to. Mm. I understand that. But in my head, I'm like, if it's your fucking child, you have to. Automatically. Have to. Have to. Have to. Have to. Must be done. Yeah. You know, but that's the way I think. He didn't think like that. And when I told you, I almost threw up. <laughs> I was like, why would you say that? <laughs> but, yeah. That, you, you would call that someone not being on the same level as you, right? Yeah. When it, and see, this it's levels to this shit, man. It's fucking For levels real. to this shit. It's levels <laughs> to fucking everything. Yeah. That's why I say it's circumstantial, because it's levels to everything. You don't got to be on the same level to me that, with everything that I do for me to look at you as being... You know, on my level or whatever the case may be. But other things, I keep going back to this. And you just gave me another example. Parenting. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's levels to parenting. And if we ain't on the same level with that, that can, you know what I'm saying? As we see. So, uh, another thing about that is, it's not necessarily, like, like I said, I know how I sound. I might sound egotistic or whatever. Like, I'm not trying to say that. We aren't equal. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that because you do things differently from me that we're not equal. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just talking about our level of consciousness. Our level of uh, thinking. You know what I'm saying? And, and even still, I'm not talking about intelligence. Even though I mentioned that earlier, there's some dumbass motherfuckers out here. I'm not even talking about intelligence right now. I'm just talking about the, the direction that your mind goes versus the direction that my mind goes. There's levels to it. Whether you want to look at it as up and above or you're on a higher level or we look at left and right. You're on a level that's left to me and I'm on a level that's right to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, however you want to fucking look at it, if we're not in the same vicinity, a.k.a. the same level, there's going to be misunderstanding, miscommunication. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about you being unequal. I just want to make that clear. And I talked about that in my podcast, one of my episodes, I forget what it was called, but I was saying how a lot of times I am or I can be better at certain things than other people, Mm -hmm. but I never look at myself as a whole better. I'm never, I'm never like, oh, I'm better than you. No, but in this area, I'm more efficient. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I, it's never nothing that's like, oh, I'm better I'm than you. Better than you. Yeah. Like, I'm on this level and you not. It's not like that. It's yeah. literally, whenever I say something like that to somebody, it's literally the truth. Yeah. Like, I'm literally more efficient in this area. Yeah. And I want you to get efficient at that area, so I'm going to help you out or whatever the case may be. Yeah. But generally speaking, I feel like nobody is better than anybody. Mm-hmm. We're just all on a different journey. Exactly. And we're all individually Ex- different. Fucking exactly. So therefore we're gonna handle every situation differently from each other. So it's never anything like I'm better than you. It's always I'm better at in this area, yeah. but not as a whole, I'm not better than you. And that's just how I think. Sorry to cut you off, I gotta get it before I lose I'm, it. I was done. You said exactly <laughs> That's why I feel like sometimes you should be talking for me. Okay. <laughs> no, but like you say exactly the way that I thought about it. It's yeah, just, I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> and I, 
And this is this is another reason why I'm doing this podcast because it's helping me just become a better speaker. But uh, I'm doing this podcast for a whole lot of reasons. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's exactly how I look at it. It's not even necessarily like that's why I say it's not levels like that. Like I'm not looking at myself as being better than you. But the way I look at levels is like journeys. Like we're on different journeys right now. I, I look at someone as being either you on the same journey with me or you're not. And if you're not. We can't, you know what I'm saying? We can't come together in that way because what the fuck are we doing? You know what I'm saying? If we go, if we're on two separate journeys and we decide to come together in our separate journeys, don't you realize that eventually that's going to end with y'all parting ways because y'all on separate journeys? You know what I'm saying? Like you, you guys have two separate destinations. You know what I'm saying? That's what a journey is, trying to get to a certain destination. If your destination is different from mine's, why would I want to get in your car? Or why would I want to do whatever the fucking travel analogy you want to use? I'm not riding your bike. I'm not getting... Whatever the fucking case is, if we're not getting to the same place, I'm not getting in that shit. Because otherwise, I'm going to eventually have to get out of this shit and, you know what I'm saying, get into somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Like, so no. That's really what I'm trying to say with, like... Are we on the same journey? Do we share the same journey? That's really what I'm trying to say when I'm talking about levels to this shit. Like, as a parent, do you have the same intentions, the same goals as this other parent? Do you want to see this child grow up in a certain way, the same way as his other parent? You know what I'm saying? Is the parenting journey the same? And we don't even have to keep using parenting. That's just a good one to use because it's so important. But whatever the fucking case may be. Um, and speaking of journeys, I feel like, you know, my lifetime here right now, I'm on a much more spiritual journey than so many other people around me. And thanks to the Internet, you know, thanks to the spread of information, thanks to the uh the continuous slow but steady dissolving of religion over the years in case you guys haven't noticed religion is much less than what it used to be there's more people saying they're unaffiliated than are and this is the first time in history where we have so many people unaffiliated religions there's a lot of religions out there but you get what i'm saying so Thanks to the, the constant dissolving of religion and the internet and et cetera, et cetera, there's more people on a spiritual journey. There's still not a lot. So another thing I wanted to add is when I'm looking at someone in that light, when I'm looking to start a relationship or whatever the case may be, I'm trying to look at what is their spiritual consciousness? How intelligent are they spiritually? You know what I'm saying? And do we share some of the same spiritual concepts? We don't have to look at, you know, life and God or whatever the case may be. We don't have to look at that the exact same way. I can still fuck with you if you don't look at it the same way as me. But do we have a general understanding where we can at least foundate something on it? You know what I'm saying? Like, can we at least have a conversation and understand each other? And, and, and not just understand, but agree to a certain extent. So that's another thing I look for is, is someone's spiritual sense. And uh, I feel like, honestly, if we talk about spirituality, this is going to another topic. The opposite of spirituality would probably be materialism. Because all that is spiritual 
you damn near can't even touch it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if we talk about just the spirit alone, what the fuck is the spirit? No one's ever seen a spirit. I mean, that's debatable. But you get what I'm saying? Like, so if we're talking about this sense of a sense of life that is intangible to us, then that means the complete opposite of that will be the life that is tangible to us, aka the material world. And I feel like that is what most people, and this is probably not fair to say at all. So I'm saying that right now. It's probably not fair to say at all. I'm probably generalizing too much. But I'm just giving you my perspective. That's what this show is for. From my perspective, I see too many people starting relationships without a sense of spirituality. And more so in a sense of materialism. Now, I'm not talking about people who get in a relationship and then they build that spirituality with each other. I'm saying I see people start relationships off of a sense of materialism. Now, what I just said was I started looking for the other way around. I started looking for that spirituality or whatever. And I see the opposite happening. And because I'm an observer, I took some notes. <laughs> Here's what I've learned from the people who start relationships from a material perspective. It fails. That's it. That's all the notes I had. It fails. Okay. No, that shit fails. Listen, listen. When you get into a relationship based off of just the things in that relationship, it's going to fail. And here's why. All things, keyword, things, material, things that you can touch, stuff like that. All that shit, everything, everything is temporary. You understand what I'm saying? Everything is temporary. This phone, these two, we recording on two phones right now. These phones that we're recording on, want to break one day. I'm sitting in the car while I'm recording this shit. This shit breaking down damn near right now. This shit, it's always temporary. It's always temporary. It's always temporary when we're talking about things. So if you build your relationship on these things, what the fuck are you going to have left when these things do deteriorate or break down? Or disappear, whatever the case may be. You see what I'm saying? Like, and this might be too up high in the clouds for some people, so let me bring it down. One of the first things I notice, not the thing that I look for, one of the first things I notice in people, like you said, is how they look. Their physical features. It's kind of hard to get into a relationship with someone that you're not attracted to. But to start a relationship based on that. Do you have any idea where that relationship is going to fucking go? And I'm talking about this because I'm a guy. I'm not saying that that's the excuse. What I'm saying is because I'm a guy, I'm surrounded by a whole bunch of guy friends. I have a whole bunch of conversations with my guy friends. I'm a guy, so I know how guys think. So I see what happens Majority of the time when it comes to a guy courting a female is the first thing they start off with is how they look. Okay, cool. But you want to start with that? You want to start off with how they look? I mean, it's one thing to, to let that look intrigue you to start something. But you're going to start off based on how she look. All right, example. I got a boy who... 
according to him, and this is a whole different topic, whole different topic, but according to him, uh, he believes in love at first sight. All right. Okay, cool. But the only reason he even felt like he was in love with this person is because he was so attracted to her. Oh, she's pretty. Oh, she got a fat ass. Oh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So long story short, before he even had a conversation with her, he he makes up in his mind that this is the one. And I'm sure just by saying that few sentences, few sentences alone, we probably all know someone like this, but haven't even had a conversation with her. He's seen her. He thinks she's bad or whatever. He comes up to his to, to <sighs> y'all know what I'm saying. He comes up in his mind that this is the one and boom, automatically starts doing all the overboard shit to try to make her the one tries to go and you know after get a, get get her number of course tries to take her out on expensive dates you know what i'm saying trying to you know expensive restaurants take her to out of out of out of town and shit like that you know just expensive dates whatever and then of course they start getting serious now, whether or not they got serious because this lady saw what he had to offer or because she actually liked him, that's a whole different conversation. But you see what I'm saying? He bought her a whole bunch of shit because he liked the way she looked. She was fucking with it. They started getting serious. Okay, cool. True story. Everything I'm saying, true story. I want to say, because I don't know the specifics, but I want to say like a year and a couple of months, it was already done already over with now that's not really much of a surprise but here's why that was important for me to share that they ended <laughs> here's the irony they ended because they didn't look at life the same way you had one person who was more materialistic more into the things of life and we had someone else who was more into the experience of of life more so about you know what moments can we share together you know and, and after a while those personality traits began to clash now this guy he started off just thinking this is going to go somewhere because of how she looks and then he even fucking went further into that by buying her a whole bunch of shit. He didn't even realize she didn't give a fuck about none of that. <laughs> That's the fucked up part is he didn't even stop to realize that she didn't give a fuck about any of the outrageous shit that he was doing. And my point is that he started this off completely materialistic. It started off with the physical features. That's materialistic. Why? Because we all get old. We all going to get saggy and wrinkly. All of us as men, eventually our dicks aren't going to fucking work. Women, they're going to dry up. You know what I'm saying? So all these physical features, they're material because they are temporary. And then, on the other hand, he goes and actually buys her things. Like I said, just from without the looks and everything, he goes and buys her shit. Buys her expensive 
you know, expensive dinner and, you know, things like that. And the reason why the girl even stayed is because those things that he was getting, although, yeah, the expense of it was materialistic, they offered experiences. You see what I'm saying? An expensive restaurant date is going to be a completely different experience than going out to McDonald's. And those were the things that she lived for. The experience. Not the material, but the experience. But there is miscommunication. In his mind, he just thinks this is just, oh, she just likes expensive shit. Not experiences. So he continued to buy her things. He continued to buy her gifts. He continued to blah, 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 blah. Till eventually he realized she wasn't even really fucking appreciative of the shit. You know what I'm saying? Now, because you see how she's reacting, or should I say not reacting to the things that you was getting her, that she used to react to, now you see that there's something wrong here. Now, you see, oh, fuck. We probably started this off on the wrong foot. Oh, fuck. She doesn't care about the things that I care about, or I care about things that she doesn't care about, etc. You see what I'm saying? And that little small story, true story, that little small story is I feel like the story. I feel like that is majority of how relationship starts. At least based off of what I see in my American life, right? Like so many people, especially guys, I'm sorry to bring y'all under the bus right now, but especially guys, we start off the relationship with material. What does this person look like? And then, boom, straight from there. Like, when did you stop to get to the spiritual side of shit? And it doesn't even have to be religion. But when did you stop to see this person internally? How do they actually live their life? You know what I'm saying? How do they actually view life? Instead of just focusing on all the shit that's, that's on the outside of this person. But, um... Yeah. I feel like, uh... I don't know. I just feel like that's probably the main thing that is the problem with relationships is how materialistic we start them off. Not even materialistic. It doesn't even have to be that. Just just in general, how we start off our relationships. I feel like if you start it off in a way that is not harmonious with how this person actually operates, then this is going to deteriorate. The relationship is going to deteriorate because the foundation was never, you know, actually set up to begin with. You built it on a rocky foundation. If you even set the foundation down to begin with. In the relation, in the uh, example I've just given you, he had no fucking foundation. He, all foundation he had was the foundation of her fucking makeup and he fell in love with that shit and that was over. Instead of something for real though. And the irony of that is the tangible shit ain't fucking tangible. <laughs> the shit that you can touch won't be able to be touched for long. You know, like the tangible shit, the physical shit ain't really that all that fucking physical. Like when we think about it, the shit that we think matters be the shit that don't matter. And the shit that do matter. No, no, no. Yeah, the shit that do matter be the shit that we think don't matter. And let me explain this. Literally, though, I'm talking about literally. I'm not just talking shit like literally matter. Matter is material things. We think matter matters. This shit don't fucking matter, dog. The shit that really matters is the shit that is not matter. 
Y'all probably don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Matter is an actual definition for material thing. That's a literal definition for matter. When we talk about relationships, the shit that really matters is not going to be in the form of matter. AKA, when we talk about relationships, how this person looks, what this person can give you, all of that shit that's physical won't mean a fucking thing at the end of the road. So, you know, that's my perspective. You got anything you want to add to that? Mm, no. Nothing at all. How do you feel about people? How do you feel about the shit that I just said? Do you feel like the same thing is true for girls? Do you feel like girls be starting relationships from a materialistic standpoint without first investing themselves into the spirituality of this person? Sometimes. Because it really depends on the person. Because I've seen, I've seen. Well, I'm asking you, what do you see more of? Because I see more of guys being materialistic. I see more of girls wanting to go into depth about certain mm. shit. To be honest, the people I'm around, yeah. at least, yeah, they're not interested into the materialistic things. Mm-hmm. That's so funny how you say that in this in the fucking example I give you is the girl who was the one that wasn't materialistic. Yeah. I think it just depends on the person. Of course. It always depends on the person. Everyone has a different perspective. Yeah. That's why we're doing this show. But I definitely be seeing girls. I ain't going to get let y'all go easy neither. Y'all motherfuckers be on the same shit. Fuck what your son you be talking about. No, be- they do. <laughs> no, some of them do. And I've seen it before. Like Yeah. But the people I surround myself by, we don't think like that. Mm. Yeah. But also... A person I do surround myself by, she thinks about the love and the spiritual aspect and stuff, but she also thinks about what that person can provide for her. Because mm. that's just how she thinks. She a mm-hmm. Taurus, so. Interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah. Well, see, I think that also goes back into the overall topic, which was do we share the same journey? Because I feel like. I feel like Mm -hmm. if we share the same journey, by default, you are going to give me things that help me and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like that's what being on the same journey is about. Yeah. So I can't really. I can't fully say that that's materialistic. I mean, if if, if she started off relationships solely from that, what can this person give me? Then I'm going to call that materialistic. But if she genuinely thinks about the person first and then, okay, can we build together? That I kind of understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 you put it in her exact words. Yeah, that's how I look at it. Like, can we build together? That's, that's literally how I look at it. Like, can we build together? So, I don't think that's necessarily materialistic. But it could be because it depends on how you see it. Like, Maybe I am supporting you in your journey, but maybe my support isn't the support that you thought you needed. Keyword, thought you needed. For example, I do art because I'm an artist. That's the people I be talking to. Most people in the art world think that, oh, great, we're talking about materialism. Most people in the art world think that their tools makes a fucking difference. And, and to a certain degree, sure, you know, it's better to record a movie on a professional camera than an iPhone, but we've seen movies been recorded on fucking iPhones. So it don't matter 
to a certain degree. That being said, so many artists do think that the materials you use matter. And there'll be artists who pass up opportunities because they feel like they don't have the equipment that they need or they don't have the materials that they need to, to get things done, right? Like, so for example, maybe someone wants to be a photographer, but they don't have the greatest quality camera. And their boys or whoever, their girls, whoever the person may be, they know this person wants to be a photographer, so they're trying to give them opportunities. Hey, come shoot at my whatever. Come do a photo shoot here, there, whatever. And you as an artist being such a fucking perfectionist, you feel like you don't have the the material. You're not even going to take those photo shoots. You see, now you're missing out opportunities. Now you're not doing the things that you know you probably could do just because you feel like the materials you have aren't worthy. That's something I feel like majority of artists go through. You know, so it, it could be even paint. Painters feel like they need to have a specific paint. Otherwise, they're not going to be the greatest painter or whatever the case may be. Fuck all that shit. The materials don't mean anything. Materials mean nothing in the grand scheme of things as long as you can actually execute on that shit. So to bring it back to the topic that we're talking about now, I feel like when people get lost in the material... They kind of lose a sense of. They lose it. Hold on, wait, boss. Dude. So, the thing about that is, is that artists are constantly missing out on opportunities because they feel like they don't have the necessary materials, right? But the thing is that, regardless, it's still. A missed opportunity. It doesn't mean that the opportunity wasn't there. It was there. You just decided not to take it because you felt like you weren't good enough or you didn't have all the things that you needed or whatever the case may be. It's the same thing when it comes to relationships or whatever the case may be when you're talking about building with people. This person may be giving you an opportunity right now. They may be offering you support in some way, shape, or form. But you're only looking at it for the material. You know what I'm saying? So you're only looking at it like, oh, well, is this person giving me money to build with me? Is this person sharing my shit to build with me? Whatever the case may be. Is this person posting me on social media? Whatever the case may be. That's material. You know what I'm saying? The numbers and shit, like numbers, that's material. Maybe this person is giving you that support, that opportunity in a whole different realm and you're just not paying attention to it because you feel like you lack those materials. You see what I'm saying? Like, we're talking about someone building a business and you're trying to build a business with your partner. Maybe your partner isn't, I don't know, giving you the money or putting in that time into the business so that you can generate the money from it, right? That's material. Even though time is not so material. In this example, it's materialistic, right? Because what if they can't give you the money or the time? What if they can give you referrals to other people who have the money or time? Or, better yet, what if they can just give you ideas to help 
you in your creative endeavors and help you in your business or whatever the case may be. You might be the idea machine and feel like you don't need no fucking ideas and all you want is the support from, you know, monetary means. That doesn't mean this person isn't supporting you. That doesn't mean this person isn't trying to build with you just because they're not giving you what you want or what you thought you needed. So that's just one, one more thing I wanted to add to that. Any other thoughts? No? Did you still want to talk about the fears mm. of going into going into it, a relationship? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we can talk about that, too. I feel like, um, hmm. What, you about to say something? I was going to ask you, what are you, what are your fears of going oh. into a relationship, getting into one? What do you fear? Do you have any fears? Um. Or while you're in it, do you fear certain things at times? It irrational fears. Mm-hmm. Um, irrational fears. Uh, I feel like everyone has irrational fears at the start of the relationships. Does that answer your question? Did you ask me when? Do I? I didn't say when, but I'm asking you. Like, what are those things? What are oh. those irrational fears? Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't got them. It's circumstantial. It's not going. <laughs> I'm not going to have the same irrational fear with one person as the next person. It will have. It depends on the person that gives me that irrational fear. Mm. For example, you have a baby dad. I've never fucked with someone who had a baby dad. Right. So clearly, my irrational fear is, oh, she probably still fucking with her baby dad. Okay. I can't still. I can't have that irrational fear with someone who's never had it. You see what I'm saying? So. Yeah. It's going to change. But that's one example right there. I, my irrational fear is you still fucking with your baby dad. That's pretty much all I got, though. I feel like for me, when we first, like, I don't know, like, for me, because of how my past relationships were, I I be feeling like sometimes or when I first get into a relationship, I'm like, damn, this nigga going to leave me. <laughs> something wrong with me like i got an attitude problem like i don't know like i just be thinking about all this shit that don't really matter and that i feel like nobody really shows me like it's that it does matter Mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be so it's just like i'll be i'll just be like damn this person gonna leave me or if somebody or if you yell at me or you mad or something quote unquote i'm just like damn like it's all my fault like i put the blame on me and that's irrational because it's not even that Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying it's not even like that but that was at the beginning though i just always thought that like somebody is just gonna leave me like for something small that i did because a lot of times people don't stick around for like those arguments you know what i'm saying what makes a fear irrational versus not rational hmm I feel like a lot of times irrational fears come from uh, insecurities. And I feel like rational fears come from what you actually see in front of your face. And you know, like, yo, we not even trying to, like, we shouldn't. Yeah. Why you do that? I I disagree. 
I feel like all fear comes from insecurity. Mm. Some insecurity okay. is there to save your life. Some insecurity is justified. If I'm right. if I'm if I'm walking into a building and this dude is standing in front of the building with a long black trench coat and he's looking at me crazy, I might have a little little intimidation. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Not me. I'm not gonna give a fuck. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like just for this example, that would be a fear. Right. Based off of how unsecure I feel internally with this person. Right. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. all fears deal with insecurity. Right. I'm I'm scared yeah. that this dog is gonna bite the shit out of me right now. Right now I'm insecure about how you know. I'm insecure of this dog's intentions. You see, like, it all right. comes to insecurity. But what makes it rational and irrational? To me, what makes something a fear rational versus irrational is if you had data on it. So, with the examples I've just given you, those are rational fears because I have data points. Dogs bite people. That's the data point. So, I'm going to... If we're talking about a big-ass dog and this dog is growling I'm at me... I'm talking about in a relationship, though. I know. Okay. Okay, go ahead. You don't think I know that? Okay, go ahead. So, anyway, something that makes something rational versus irrational is if you have data points. If you don't have any data points, then it's going to be irrational. For example, if I think someone is cheating on me and I've never seen this person do anything remotely related to cheating or looking at someone else or even got that vibe from someone, that's irrational. If I've seen this person cheat before... That's rational. Is that better now since it's relationship a, wise? Oh my gosh. Chill. Because you really just I'm sorry. Right. But that's exactly what I was saying. Like in the example I was gonna use when I say irrational, mm-hmm. a lot of times it's here, because I know, we, I know, I know uh, what you're saying, but here's here's why I still disagree. Because even though you're my you might not be doing anything that's Suspicious. Suspicious, yeah, thank you. Because this is what you said. You said irrational is if it would be rational if they're doing something in front of you. Right? It would be irrational. Like, like, the way you said it, data points, is like you can actually see this. You have knowledge to obtain the reason why you're fearful, Mm -hmm. the reason why now you have these insecurities. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, for your example, somebody cheating or whatever, you went through his fucking phone. Mm-hmm. So now you know, or her phone or whatever. So now you know, and you like now rationally, I'm fearful of him leaving me or her leaving me. That's that's how I was basically trying to say that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, I guess so. But I, I do agree with that too. Like fears come from insecurities. Yeah. So whether it was irrational or not, it was still an insecurity because without it, let's say somebody wasn't cheating on them in their head. They're like, oh, this motherfucker cheating on me. That's Mm -hmm. irrational. But rationally. You want to. Rationally what? But rationally, you have evidence. Mm hmm. And now that also creates that insecurity. So regardless, I understand fear does come from insecurities, but versus it being irrational and rational could come from two like mm-hmm. more 
rational is more data based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And irrational is more internally what they're thinking in their mind. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. how that's playing out. I've, that's the way that I was trying to say it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can agree to that. <clears throat> Where I was gonna go with the reason I had disagreed, but you had already mentioned insecurity though. I was gonna say that sometimes it might be a rational fear based off of insecurity mm. which will make it irrational for example you might have someone who got cheated on in every single one of their last relationships mm-hmm. and then when they get into the next relationship it's rational yeah for t- for them to assume that they might get cheated on yeah because that's literally all they experienced yeah so now, but if they don't see any signs of that person doing anything like that, that's where it becomes irrational. But it was still rational, you know, at the base of it, yeah. at the basis of it, because yeah. of where it was birthed from. Yeah. Although it was birthed from insecurity, like all fears, it was birthed from an insecurity that actually fucking happened. Right. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, again, with you, and I said, I've never even dealt with someone who had a baby dad. Yeah. So, for my mind to automatically go there, sure, it's rational in the sense that we've seen it happen before, but it's irrational in the sense that you've never given me anything like that, that you've never given me that energy. You've told me multiple times, you barely even fuck with him like that. Y'all still trying to build on a a healthy way, right? Mm -hmm. So, just based off of the things that you told me, I didn't have any data points. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for my mind to be like, oh, she probably fucking with that. She's probably still fuck with that. That would be irrational. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense? Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Hmm. Did you ever have any other irrational fears? For you? No, just in general. It doesn't have to be for, for me. Yeah. I feel like we all do. <laughs> But what's do you do you know one that you could think of? Another one? Um obviously cheating. Mm-hmm. Uh an irrational fear when it comes to relationships, starting relationships with people. Would would what have I fear? I don't fear a lot. I just, I honestly just don't be giving a fuck. But it usually always comes back down to cheating. Mm. Is this person gonna cheat? Did you ever have an irrational fear of uh, somebody or whoever you're in a relationship with misunderstanding you and seeing you more as a mean and angry person and not as a whole person who's just expressive? No, not necessarily. You never had that? No. Mm. I feel like one of... my irrational fears yet rational is like somebody that I'm about to get into a relationship with not being able to understand me because I've dealt with so many people so like a good amount of men that just never understand me Mm -hmm. and I'm just like what the fuck Mm -hmm. and people in general men and female like just people don't understand me people don't get me so when I go into a new relationship it's just like this person's not gonna understand Mm. (laughs) 
until proven otherwise. Mm -hmm. So that's that's another fear that I be having. Uh, I mean, I guess you could say that, but I assume no one, not no one, but I be I assume everyone doesn't understand to a certain degree. So I don't know because I'm pretty sure I apply that when it comes to relationships. But I don't know if I would deem it irrational. Just for the simple fact that if I'm even talking to you, I already look at you as more likely to understand me than others. So I'm not really questioning in my head that, oh, this person might not understand me or whatever the case may be. Because if I was thinking like that, I wouldn't be talking to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, not really. I don't really have that. I, really, it just comes down to cheating. Like it's for real. You can't say it. That's just because I, because I don't really. When it comes to relationships, I don't really fear too much. Like I just take shit as it goes. Mm. The only thing that I feel like I would fear in that circumstance would be cheating. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm sitting here trying to think. What? I don't know if it's like, I feel like it's kind of typical a little bit. But like another fear that I'll be having <laughs> is like when more of my, like the way you, you, you see me first is usually like no hair on my legs, no hair in my armpits, <laughs> like my hair done. You know what I'm saying? And then when I get more comfortable and now I got my hairy legs, pits, like, all types of shit. My hair look fucked up here and there. Sometimes I fear that people will lose attraction for me because that mm-hmm. has happened. Mm-hmm. So I fear that. And that's why sometimes you, you notice me. I ask you questions just to make sure that you still there, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's another one. I don't know. I'm I'm still trying to think because I really don't move with fear like that. Yeah, I'm like you're fearless. You're just fearless. I'm not <laughs> fearless. Point. I mean, not literally, obviously, yeah. but yeah, generally speaking. I don't know. I think the thing is, I think I can add my philosophy on it because I look at fear differently than most people. But in terms of relationships, like. The thing about irrational fears, according to my perspective, is that the more you engage with those irrational fears, the more likely for those fears to become real. Or, it might not necessarily be that, just or, the more you engage with those irrational fears, the more likely that those irrational fears will be the cause your relationship to end whatever the case may be mm-hmm. now here's what i mean by that the more you sit here and continuously think oh what if she does this what if he does this what if this happens what if this? that's you putting yourself into that space to create that possibility that's you literally working out the process in your head to make this thing happen that's literally you asking the universe how can this happen how can this happen how can this? Can you show me how this would look like? That's literally what you're doing. 
So if it's something that you're irrationally fearful of, probably don't want to fucking do that. You probably don't want to keep thinking about that shit. But even more so, right? The more you sit here and think about the shit, the more you're going to start to take actions to try to stop that shit from happening. When you start doing that, now you're moving weird. Now you're doing other things. Now you're doing things for other reasons. You know what I'm saying? Like, now I'm not, now I'm not, I don't know, hugging you because I just genuinely wanted to hug you. Now I'm hugging you because I'm fearing that if I don't hug you, you're going to stop loving me. Or whatever the case may be, something irrational. You see what I'm saying? Like, now you're doing shit for other reasons than the true Reasons you should be doing it for. The more you start doing that, the more the other person is going to feel that. They're going to feel this energy, this weird energy that you're giving them. This weird energy that wasn't there before, but now out of nowhere, it's like, this person, this isn't what I signed up for. You see what I'm saying? Like, the more you make this person feel like that, the more they're going to feel insecure. Because you're so invested into your insecurities. You're literally giving your insecurities weight. Think about it. That's that's the saying, like, my name whole weight, whatever, this shit whole weight. You're adding weight to your insecurity. That's probably the last thing you want to add weight to. So now your insecurities being so heavy, it's going to get to a point where other people are starting to have to pick up on that insecurity it's so fucking heavy, you can't even carry that shit yourself. So now, you're so insecure about this person cheating, or whatever the fucking case may be, you're going to make them feel insecure. Now, they might get so insecure that they might feel like, okay, fuck it, you already think I'm cheating? I'm going to cheat then. Or, it might go in the other direction where you're going to continuously ask me if I'm cheating, you're going to continuously look through my phone and my DMs. You're going to continuously give me your insecurity. I don't want this anymore. And then leave. But either way, you have someone who just wasn't able to deal with the amount of insecurity that you was giving them. And so they parted ways from you. Whether it is from actually playing out that insecurity or completely separating from that insecurity. But either way continuously adding weight to these fears is what's going to make them actually mean something. You know what I'm saying? Like You're going to add weight to it. Okay, then now it means something. You want to add value to it. Okay, now it's fucking here in the real world. Now it's physical. Now it's tangible. Now you can see this insecurity. You ask, you ask the universe so fucking much to show you what this will look like, what this will look like, and what will happen, and what if, and blah, blah, blah. Well, now you got it, bitch. Or nigga, whatever. You see what I'm saying? Like, so that's my philosophy on fear in general, but specifically this is you don't want to play too much into that shit. Like, it's one thing to like, you know, try to understand your fears and try to dive deep into them just for the sake of understanding. It's another thing to continuously dive into your fears because you're afraid of those fears becoming real. And you're probably going to end up doing the exact thing you didn't want to do. Which is make them real. So, yeah, that's my perspective on that. That's why I don't really... I honestly don't really have too many irrational fears when it comes to relationships. That's why 
like I say, it comes down to cheating. Like how how many rational fears can I throw out there? <laughs> you know. But yeah, that's my perspective. Got anything else? Yeah, so that's that. Remember to value your perspective. And listen, that's all we're doing here is just sharing perspectives. That's it. That's all. We're not sitting here saying that you got to sit here and agree with us. We're not sitting here saying that we're right. We we probably don't even think we're right. We just, we're just just telling you how we feel about the shit. This is our perspective. And... I'm sorry, I'm about to go on a little rant real fast, but honestly, I think that's what more people need to do is give their perspectives, regardless of if it's right or wrong. You putting your perspective out there is what gives us the ability to form our own perspectives and then come to better conclusions or whatever the case may be. Like, fucking science. Fucking science. Do you know how science works? A whole bunch of people just throw out a whole bunch of fucking hypotheses and then they test that shit. A.K.A., Motherfuckers just sit around with some lab coats and guess that shit. AKA they throw out perspectives. And then after they throw them out there, other people take those perspectives and test them and see if they actually are valuable or not. But guess what? You wouldn't even get that fucking far if people didn't throw their perspectives out there in the first place. So that probably lets you know what makes things work what makes the world go round what got us this far in the first fucking place as humanity sharing perspectives but you're not going to want to share yours if you don't value it so start there